Hello, SFFEA listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future, our biweekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science, fiction, and fantasy, because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Jen Northington. I'm recording a little early on December 21st before our holiday break, but you are listening to this in the future. It's 2022. Congratulations. You made it. Uh, And today, uh, perhaps appropriately, I'm going to be talking about sequels, as in 2022 is a sequel to 2021. No? A little bit of a stretch? Anyway. Uh, Yes, I have two favorite sequels I really want to talk about. But before we get into those, let us hear about our sponsor, which is Bookmarks, a customizable journal to record your reading life, a great addition to your new year reading life. So this is your new reading buddy, an all-in-one spot to record everything and anything book-related. Inspired by bullet journaling, Bookmarks offers ideas for setting up a multitude of book tracking pages with a mix of fill-in prompts, charts, lists, plenty of dot grid pages to customize. The journal also includes a section of recommended reading lists compiled by Book Riot, You can use bookmarks to jot down what you're currently reading, what's on your nightstand, your favorite quotes, new vocabulary words, memorable characters, reviews of recent reads, and more. And as a bonus, the back flap has a punch-out bookmark. So get your copy at bookriot.com slash bookmarks tracker. All right. I'm talking about sequels, which is a little unfair, I think guess because if you haven't read the first ones you have to go you do have to go back and read them this is this is one of those situations where you absolutely must read the first books in these series before you move on to the second but I feel like so often we start a series we forget about it book twos are hard y'all and like sometimes they perhaps don't suck us in as much as we would want but these two book twos are just like they're just what I wanted from these series so the first one my fantasy one is from the Ray Bear series by Jordan Ifueco. It is Redemptor. We talked about Ray Bear as our book club uh, pick a couple episodes ago, and y'all know that I loved it, super into it, and very much like, oh my goodness, what is going to happen next? Um, the sort of like non-spoileriest summary I can give of Ray Bear is that our main character, Teresai, uh, grew up in a situation where she has this power. She's like sort of ne- a neglected, but you know, uh, privileged child, let's say. And book one is really her path to finding out who she is outside of the manipulations of her mother and how she fits into this big, sprawling magical kingdom where there are injustices being perpetrated by the government. And when she gets involved in the government, what is she going to do about that? How does she find her way? And then book two is uh, that she has become committed to go down into the underworld to help right some of these injustices. And she has like a timeline that's very limited. She has a lot to accomplish in this limited timeline. And she's got to like get people to cooperate with her goals to fix this thing that I, I don't think this is a spoiler. There have been children uh, through generations, generations of children have been sent down into the underworld to appease these demons. And like her driving goal is to stop this from continuing to happen. And 
it is so frustrating for her because she feels like nobody else cares about this as much as she does. And she can't understand why. She's also possibly being haunted by some of the ghosts of the children who have been sent down into the underworld. She's like, it's possible to come back from this, but it's really hard. So she's trying to figure out how to do that. Um, And it's just... If Waco says at one point um, that this was written for the young activists out there who have chosen like a really hard job. And I can absolutely see the parallels here. Like we see in Tarasai somebody who has seen clearly what is wrong with the world she's in. And she feels like it's fixable if everybody would just get on board. But people don't want to get on board. And the obstacles are huge. And it's such a big entrenched system you can't just like flip it in a day and the work that she puts into it and how consumed she gets by this quest is so real and relatable to anybody who has ever seen an injustice and joined a movement to try to fix it and then come up against these obstacles and the like beautiful journey that Teresa goes on both to care for her world and for herself. Oh my gosh, it's like chef kiss. I like can't. I cannot with this book. It's so, this series is so great. It sees so deeply into these issues, but it also is such an amazing fantasy story. Like it's so engrossing. The world is so interesting. The characters are great. Like I just, I don't even know y'all. Like this series is fantastic. And this is such a good book too. I mean, such a good book too. The way it ends is so satisfying. Like, I just I just want y'all to read it. I want everybody to read it, um, the whole series. So I've been gushing about Redemptor, book two in the Ray Bear series by Jordan Ifwaco. And moving right along to my sci-fi pick, which is actually like science fantasy. There's some sort of, it's like, is it magic? Is it just that the world works in a really weird way? Possibly there's science involved. Who knows? Who cares? Uh, It's Blood Binds the Pack by Alex Wells, which takes place in a future in which humanity has figured out how to do some interstellar traveling, but it's strictly controlled by this company called Transrift. They have a monopoly on, you know, interstellar travel of long distances. And this has enabled them to take over this one world, it's called Tanagawa's world, and really make it like a company planet where they are extracting resources, treating the work population pretty abysmally, like it's it's not good, and reaping all of the benefits and preventing anybody else from really knowing like what's going on. There's also some like weird things about this world. It's a desert planet, but there are valuable resources, not just like your classic like ores and metals and things, um, but also this substance that like ugh, can do some stuff and like People who have been contaminated by this substance develop strange powers. Um, We are following two of those people. Hob, who is the lead of a motorcycle gang, a desert motorcycle gang. Amazing. That, like, are very mercenary. Like, they get hired to do things. But they have some kind of code. Like, they're chaotic good. And then Mag, who is, for all intents and purposes, basically her sister, who is... uh, become an organizer. There is like a sort of social justice-y um, overtone to these two books. Surprising no one. I have interests. What can I tell you? Anyway, Mag has become an organizer uh, for the miners who are being, like I said, treated very abysmally by the company. 
that controls everything. And she also has some, They Hobbit and Mag both have some powers that they're grappling with. And there's a bunch of other great characters. You see in this book, the, uh, in the first book, it really sets up like, who are these people? What's going on? You know, what are, what are the stakes here? Like, what are they trying to do? And then, and you get all of these different perspectives. There's Shige, who's like, you know, believes that change needs to come and has kind of implanted himself into the company as a spy and is trying to work for the good, but like not blow his cover. There's the weathermen who are these like, genetically shifted individuals who are very creepy and like not at all good like space vampires possibly yes that kind of thing no good no bueno uh there are as i said the motorcycle gang and then there are like the people who are just trying to make it in this world and uh we get introduced to them there's great action there's really great stakes in that first one um that get us to the second one where it's like okay now how are we gonna like resolve this situation um and it's so absorbing it is such an interesting take on a like science fiction world because I guess it's because it's a desert planet and like the the inhabitants are under resourced. It feels very sort of old westerny, but with spaceships and like extra technology, which is I love that kind of mix of things that are both super high tech and super low tech. And like, how do they interact with each other? What can you use when? Um, it's really fascinating, and I just oh, I love the characters so much. They're so scrappy, and some of them are just like so sort of pragmatic like hilariously pragmatic and then others are much more like high-minded and intellectual and you get this whole range of different people to root for and also want to yell at and then like shake through the page like that's a real thing that's going to happen to you um the relationships are great it is sort of i wouldn't necessarily call it like a straight up becky chambers comp but if you're looking for character driven science fiction slash fantasy that will give you the action that you want but also these great character relationships like i said this is very much that thing it's very driven by the character relationships in a really satisfying way um and it is it's just a really interesting twist on a space story that does include some space hijinks, but is mostly on the ground. And yeah, I'm a big fan of the series. I should also say, oh, side note, uh, Alex Wells writes our Swords and Spaceships newsletter and has been a contributor at Book Riot for a while, so disclosure there. But uh, this series, oh, so much fun. And that, those are my sequels I'm recommending to you. So yeah, Redemptor by Jordan Fuego and Bloodbinds the Pack by Alex Wells. Um, Bloodbinds the Pack is part of the Ghost World Wolves series. So yes, okay, here we are. My brain. Let me tell you, like I said, it's late December when I'm recording this. We're lucky I'm coherent. Uh, speaking of coherent, SFFES sound edited by Natalie Baker. Many thanks to her for making me more coherent each and every episode. Thank you all for listening. As always, you can email us at sffyeah at bookriot.com. You can review us on Apple Podcasts and now Spotify if you are so inclined. And in between shows, you can find me on the internet on Twitter and Tumblr as Jen IRL. That's J-E-N-N-I-R-L. Or on Instagram as I am Jen IRL. And we will talk to you next time. 